0: Recently, the Greens have proposed a nationwide two-year rental freeze to allow incomes to catch up to the surging rates of rent. Now, do we see a problem with this? Oh, I definitely do, but I'm so keen to jump into this one. I will look at both the pros and cons from a renter's perspective, as well as a landlord's perspective, and then we'll break it down exactly what my thoughts are around how this can be productive for the economy, or is it going to be an absolute disaster and shit show? If you are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. At the moment, we're discussing a rental freeze, which sounds absurd, but the reality is we have done things that we haven't done before, especially during the period of 2020 and 2021. So why would 2022 be any different? I want to go through the pros and cons of exactly what this means, what's actually being proposed and how likely is this to actually go ahead and become a policy. Now, before we jump into exactly what this rental freeze being proposed is, we need to understand where we are in this market currently. Right now, we have a rental crisis. We've been experiencing it for a while and I've been talking about it on this channel for some time as well. If you are interested in my thoughts of when this was starting out, I can leave a link up here as well for that video. But with the shortage of rental properties, we're seeing a rental crisis where people aren't able to actually find a property to live in. And this is super important because our number one priority is shelter for ourselves and for our family. And when we don't have shelter, the rest of the world just falls apart. Part. If you don't have a roof over your head, you're gonna be in strife. And that is the big problem that we are facing here in Australia. Now, I am a renter, I'm rent vesting. So I rent where I wanna live and then I go and invest in areas that make sense logically with numbers and sense. So when I hear things like a rental freeze, one part of my brain goes, This is a fantastic idea because I don't wanna pay more rent. And the other side of my brain goes, Well, I'm a landlord, so if Rental freezes are in place. I can't increase the rent on my property So I feel like I can probably provide the most balanced argument here because either way i'm going to win or i'm going to lose So we may as well figure out what our options are So the greens have come out and suggested look the rents have increased so much We've got a rental crisis where people can't afford to pay rent And if you're going to keep increasing the rents every year as a landlord Well, then the tenants are going to leave and they're going to go somewhere else because apparently they can not and that's the problem They can't go anywhere else. There is no other option because there's not enough housing available You've got people that in 2020 and 2021 have gone out, bought their own homes because we had such historically low interest rates. Now that those interest rates have increased, you're starting to see a lot more landlords pass on those costs to tenants because as they see an increase in council rates, water rates, insurances, as well as their interest repayments, they've got to push that on to the renters. Otherwise, a lot of these people can fall underwater. One of these people might actually be you where your cash flow isn't as strong. So if you don't pass on those increases to your tenants, you might have to offload that property. Now, the thing is, I'm going to look at this from a renter's perspective first. It's fairly obvious. A two-year rental freeze with costs around us going up, this would be a welcome change. It means that I don't have to sit there and worry about the fact that, oh, okay, well, if my rents don't increase, at least if the cost of lettuce increases and the tomatoes and cucumbers increase, then I can still have that Greek salad that I really want. I'm not sure if lettuce is even in a Greek salad, but... Let's just continue. It gives me more certainty as a renter. So I'm going and putting my hand up and saying, yeah, this is a fantastic idea. However, we need to see the flip side. Just like you had 1st home buyers saying, well, I want the market to crash. I want low deposits because then I can go in and buy my first dream house. That's all I've ever wanted. And on one hand, we're hoping for that, but in reality, it means a completely different story, especially when we're starting to see interest rates increase. A lot of those same people that hoped for this 12 months ago and now dreading that they even thought about this because hey, in this market, you never say never, right? Now, on the flip side, if rents aren't actually increasing, then you've got a problem where people have their cash flow stripped. You've got investors going in and saying, well, yes, capital growth is great, but at the end of the day, I'm going to retire on rent and my rental income needs to increase because everything else is increasing, like the cost of servicing, like rates, insurances and things like that. If my rents don't increase, well, then I have a problem because I'm holding onto this asset that I believe is worth something today, but I don't realize any of those gains until I sell it. So if I'm going out there and you've got a lot of older investors over the age of 55 and 60 who've actually got a portfolio built there for their own retirement so if you don't have rental increases yet you've got the cost of everything else going up they're now losing out and it means that they have to either offload their property at a loss because there is a bit of a market correction or they hold on to these properties and they're in negative cash flow territory for someone that is 55 60 65 they need this rent for their own retirement so if they suddenly don't have any of that cash flow well then we have another problem on our hands now purely looking at this because rental supply is lower and you've got rental increases as well, let's just freeze them. Looking at this in a two-dimensional manner will definitely not help you in understanding how this affects the broader market. You see, the whole idea here is to provide more choice for renters. That's the whole idea behind this rental freeze. But when you have politicians trying to do what economists plan to do, and then you have journalists arguing what economists are saying, and then making their own predictions and opinions, when in reality, none of them actually own property and aren't actually involved, that is when you have a problem. Right now, if you have a politician suggesting a two-year rent rental freeze, the flow-on effects are massive. And this is where I'm gonna switch it over to understand what the cons of this look like. If landlords can no longer have a positive cash flow property or manage that cash flow effectively, they are going to have to sell. Now they're probably gonna sell to an owner-occupier, so someone who wants to live in that property, or someone who's gonna convert it into a short-term rental state, like on Airbnb. Now in both of those scenarios, guess what happens? Rental supply goes down, and therein lies the biggest issue. You see, we need to focus on supply and increasing social housing, rather than saying, well, if we freeze rents, that'll force landlords to actually have lower rents, which means more people can afford to go there. However, if we've got a supply issue, there's still gonna be 10 people for every one property that someone wants to go and tenant. Then you have the flow on effect that if they're actually going out, landlords are selling these properties to people who don't wanna rent it out, you've then further worsened the rental crisis. You see, it's all supply and demand, right? Now, wouldn't it be nice if we already had a country that proposed something similar and then we could see the effects of it and then learn from it? Oh wait, there actually was a country that did that. Let's just see what happens. So Ireland launched a campaign against greedy landlords with rent control, 52% tax, no deductions and no evictions. No evictions is part of what the Greens had suggested that there is no evictions during this time. A massive problem with that is if the tenants are just thrashing your property, don't understand how to maintain it, don't pay you on time, you kind of evict them. There's a massive problem on our hands. But Ireland was successful. Oh, those greedy landlords, let's get rid of them. Now in all of Ireland, there are only 716 homes available to rent and 150 people queued on the weekend for a one-bedroom apartment. Now, that is a snapshot of what is possible here. Now, I've said this in videos previously as well. You have a lot of people go out and say, oh, it's the landlord's fault. It's the landlords. They're the greedy landlords and the investors. They're going out buying houses when we should be living in them. That's because the media has actually portrayed them to be the evil investors. When in reality, you've got to look beneath that, have some critical thinking and understand that the landlords are needed as part of this holistic environment to actually operate. You remove the landlord, there's suddenly not enough rental properties. When there's not enough rental properties, the rents have to go up. You can't just go out there and say, we're going to freeze the rents because that's going to have a flow on effect to the rest of the economy and the housing market. So let me break it all down in my own opinion, because I'm some guy who can't give you financial advice because I'm not qualified for that stuff. Here's why I think this will not pass in Australia. I made a video on this channel about the actual supply and the rental crisis and how bad it actually can get and how it's going to get worse in the next couple of years. You can check that video out up here. But in that video, I suggested one of those solutions that we could look at is potentially increasing the supply of social housing and if we can't do that in the short term we're probably going to see some sort of rental subsidy that comes in and that's probably going to just jack up prices anyway because that's just pretty much how the economy works and it's interesting i mentioned that because i think maybe this economist might be watching my videos what's up well the economist for the grad institute brendan coates is suggesting the priority really should be raising the rate of rental assistance by at least 40 percent interesting That's just plugging more money into the system. And that's what I believe is going to happen next. When you have the government get involved, you start putting out fake money, trying to alleviate problems like inflation, you just happen to create more inflation. In my opinion, the reality is in Australia, we have a government that is so attracted by housing and housing wealth, that they're not going to have Australians sort of go out there, buy property, have the properties fall in 30% of value, and they're not actually rely on the rental income to support their own retirement. Because guess what? The government then has to foot the bill of all these people jumping on to the Centrelink train and as well as having pension paid out to them later on in their life because they haven't gone out there and invested for themselves with rental properties to then support their own, you know, well-being at retirement. I believe the government needs to increase social housing. I don't think a rental freeze is actually going to make any sort of sense and that too is coming from a renter. Is my rent going to increase next year? Yes, it will. Unfortunately, that's the environment that we're in. It's the same way as I go to Woolies and say, hey, I want to buy some cucumbers. I'm going to pay the price that it is. I have a choice of either going there, buying the cucumber or settling for something else like nutella because you know balanced diet i'd love to know what your thoughts are on this i don't think it's going to pass i don't even think it's part of the discussion but it does definitely get a few clicks and gets a lot of people anxious because they don't know what they're going to do if rents increase do they have to move or there's parts of australia that still have affordable rent and it's just a matter of the choices that some people make i would love to know what your thoughts are let me know in the comments down below if you guys have enjoyed this video smash that like button and i'll catch you guys in the next one thanks guys